Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, Movie Geeks? Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the hosts of Ye Old Podcast you're listening to right now. If you like movies, you like talking about movies, uh, you've you've found the right place tonight. It's a big night here on So I Married a Movie Geek. Once a month, we're doing this thing called the Fantasy Movie Draft, which is a competition that pits lovers of movies against each other uh, to the death. Not to, not to the death, but close to the death, uh, metaphorically, uh, we like to say. So, uh, you know, we're, we're actually in the middle of a 2000s tournament tonight, and we're right smack dab in the middle of that decade. Tonight, we're drafting 2005 films, and we got four vets tonight in the draft. They've done this before. They know how this works, because the winner of tonight's uh, 2005 draft is going to advance to our March Madness, which is going to be crazy. So this is a tournament. There's a prize at the end. This might get really cutthroat, especially tonight, because, again, we're only doing four rounds in these drafts. So it's quick, it's dirty, and looking ahead at the list of 2005 films, that's probably for the better. Uh, so before we talk movies, guys, we got to introduce the players tonight in the draft. The gentleman in the one spot, I call him uh, Mr. Tree of Life. I wish I, I, I wish I, I wish I loved something as much as this guy loves the movie Tree of Life. Of course, I'm and ta- dinosaurs. I, 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 yeah. I, I'm talking about JD Duran of In Session Film. JD, <laughs> what's going on, man? Hey, thanks for having me. I sure do love me some Tree of Life, and appropriately so, since we're about to record our best movies of the decade this weekend. So I'm glad that you brought that up. It's also nice to be here for this specific episode, because just a few months ago on our show, we also did a 2005 retrospective. So feeling pretty good about this year and, and where I land on it. Um, I'm sure we'll have a lot more to say about the year as this conversation goes, but, uh, yeah, I'm pretty fresh on 2005 at the moment. I, I, I've already warned JD who can be very verbose in some of his selections mm-hmm. that we are going quick and dirty tonight. I'm putting him on a word limit. <laughs> we're, you know, yeah, it, fair. He's, we're, we're turning up the heat on JD, but, uh, always good to have you, man. Good luck tonight in the draft. Yeah. yeah thanks. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Awesome. And so in the two spot tonight is a guy that swooped in at the last minute to sub tonight in the draft and is already bemoaning that choice looking at <laughs> looking at his list. Uh, it's his second time here on Fantasy Movie Draft. I'm talking about John Mark Junkins from Junk About Movies. John Mark, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I'm not even sure if you can still say that I'm from Junk About Movies because I've been on a bit of a hiatus lately. Uh <laughs> In fact, subbing in for you is the first time I've recorded a podcast since July of 2019. Nice. Um, 
So thank, thankfully for you, I love drafting just about anything so much that I was willing to dust off the cobwebs <laughs> and come out of semi-retirement for you. It, it, so. It's okay. You're, you're filling the, uh, we call it the Brian Shampoo role of... Uh, like Kung Fu, you're you're a man without a podcast, roaming the lands, yep. you know, just jumping into to, uh, gun battles uh, just when you want to. So I, I'm glad you're here tonight on the draft, taking taking a break from your hiatus. Do you have any game plan going in this being this your second time? Well, I have a bag and it has movies in it, and I'm just going to reach in there and grab a movie from 2005 out for all of my picks. I think that'll serve me about as well as any sort of strategy. Other than that, I'm just going to keep it lively here with Lively Beer Works uh, and enjoy my time on the pod. See, I, I know he's joking about this reaching into a bag of movies, but if someone actually selected their movies... Like that's the actual way they did it one year. That would be pretty amazing. So I'm um, just putting it out there. Future drafts, just pick them out of a hat, and let's see if that that may, might cause you to win. We'll see. Uh, John Mark, uh, welcome and uh, good luck at tonight's draft. Thank you, sir. Uh, the guy in the three spot we've already had to check in uh, with because he's over. Uh, he's one of our good Aussie friends. Talking about Billy Dunham from We Watched a Thing, Billy. We're, we're worried about you over there. Can you uh, give a check-in? How you're doing? What's going on, man? Today I'm doing okay. I'm here recording with you guys, which is brilliant. I love this show. I love the draft, and I'm really excited to be here. It was a little bit touch and go during the week. I did get stuck at work. We had to go on lockdown on Thursday due to a bushfire that was literally at the doorstep, which was a bit scary. All the roads were closed. We couldn't get out. But thankfully, they got it under control because our firefighters are fucking heroes they're the greatest in the world and thank god for that um but apart from that super excited to be here and do this even even with the 2005 year not being the best i think it should still be fun so <laughs> guys he's got a fire outside and he's still you know excited for the draft side too man <laughs> <laughs> he, he's he's not pissed about the year he's in he's super positive i appreciate you billy i'm i'm glad you're okay uh i, I kind of pull that's the kind of pull you have, Justin. People are willing to record <laughs> in the middle of a fire after not recording for six plus months. You know, oh. you, you throw up the beacon and we come. I mean, our, ours so was speak. ours was nowhere near as bad, but I, I feel him when you know. I mean, when you have ashes or something out outside your doorstep, it gets pretty scary. So, uh, su- support our friends in Australia. Donate money; they need it. Climate change is real. Holy fuck, guys! Let's wake up. So, Billy, glad to have you. Good luck Glad in tonight's, to tonight's draft, man. Thanks, Apes. Awesome. And the guy in the four spot uh, is is well known here on the draft. Uh, you know, he, he's hashtag peanut chews. He's, God, I want to gut you. Oh, my God. He's already angry. You know, he, he, he gets angry. We try to calm him down. He, he's one of the vettiest vets of the draft. I'm talking about my buddy, Super Movie Bro Dave from the Super Movie Brothers. Dave, what is going on, man? Hey, how's it going? Bill's got a fire inside of him. I got a fire in my pants because he's got a lovely <laughs> accent. It's like butter. Uh, oh, so, uh, you know. You're too kind. <laughs> and uh, I'm loving this year, man. It's 2005. It's all these mediocre films. And much like this podcast, it's just filled with mediocrity. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you got to love that, you know? Uh, I, I agree. I always like to have the 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 resident Aussie on on, one, on each draft because it's just the the accent just it just tingles the ears in in a, in a great way. So 
Uh, and it maybe it'll keep Dave calm because he already he's already texted me today and said I've had the worst day of my life. I can't wait to you know fuck shit <laughs> up or life. whatever. Yeah, not the worst day of my life, but like a pretty banner day. Definitely the worst of 2020 so far. So like the next person, it's like 2020. It's a new year. Things are gonna get better. I was like that shit was two weeks ago. You gotta let it go. This is exactly the same as 2019. Just look who's president. We're fine. We're not gonna well, make it. Well, I I feel like I have to be Mickey in your corner, just like cheering you on, Dave, keeping you on a, a level track. But I think yeah, you could time, ch- to, time you, to cut me, Mick. You could channel this anger, channel this anger into tonight's draft again. Whoever wins this one advances, and there's some pretty choice people already in this March Madness round that I can't wait. Is uh, is, is Gidget Von Von LaRue there? Gidget, is, she in, is she in that one? Gidget Von LaRue. We got. Uh, uh, then yeah, then I don't want to be in it. <laughs> <laughs> see she yeah. was she was the <laughs> win i'll just walk off with the win. yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna start writing all my movies down and putting them into a hat right now so i can do your <laughs> random order that you would that you would love so much this so this happened the last tournament where everyone was scared of gidget no one wanted to advance and then one guy like uh the you know the kid pulled the sword out of the stone at the end yeah Mr. Jay Ledbetter, of course, and and slayed the dragon, guys. So if that's not inspiration, if that's not some inspiration that anything could happen, even even against Gidget, who is very she's good, she's good, guys, but she's not invincible. So I I, I got to give you a pep talk, give everyone a pep talk. Gidget's there, but but we can someone anyone can win, guys. That's what I want to say. So uh, again. I appreciate you guys all being here tonight, but before we talk movies, you you guys are vets. You know, what we want to do is first set the mood by jumping in this crotchety old Back to the Future Universal, you know, Studios time machine ride where you get like your whole family and then half a family and it's really awkward and, you know, it's, 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 it's an awkward ride, guys. But it's just taking us back to the year 2005. A crazy year in movies, but uh, you know, a, a, an odd year in music. So, my, my we, freshman year of college, it was an odd and year. Literally, for an odd experiences year. Too, oh so. man! So <laughs> let's let's look at the let's look at the Billboard year in Hot 100 singles of 2005. What was everybody bumping in the five spot? Was one two step by Ciara okay. featuring Missy <laughs> Elliott. So I agree with that one. That's a good one. Uh, the four spot. She's got a, a talk show now, but the, back then she had just won American Idol the year before. I'm talking about Kelly Clarkson with Since You've Been Gone. Uh, three spot Mario's Let Me Love You is, an, is one I know uh, was, was bumping at the clubs. Right, Dave? You know, the clubs, 2005. You were hitting the clubs, right? No, I was okay. usually in seedy basements. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, here's, here's hoping none of that Me Too stuff surfaces in the next couple of years. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, I, well, I wonder if uh, the two spot was Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. I don't know if those basements were, were playing that. But in the one spot, the, the, you know, the most popular song of the year 2005 was one of Chrissy's favorites. It's Mariah Carey's We Belong Together. Kumbaya song, if I ever heard one, uh, setting the mood for tonight and uh, talking 2005. So what else happened in 2005 besides this this music 
and uh, the movies. So it was the year the video sharing website YouTube was first founded in February of 2005. It was the year that Kanye West uh, went famously off script during the Hurricane Katrina benefit, of course, saying George Bush doesn't care about black people. Uh, Microsoft guys released the Xbox 360 gaming console, a big year for that. Tom Cruise jumped the couch on Oprah, and Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston broke up. I feel like it was just yesterday, guys. It's you know yeah. we never even hear about it. You know that's because that's because they're back together, baby. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm gonna select that episode of Oprah as my number one pick. <laughs> it was entertaining. It was entertaining, guys. But uh, I, let's talk movies t- t- tonight. Uh, 2005 entertaining question mark year for movies but you know let's not talk any titles of course yeah i mean i i do think it's enter i I think it's entertaining i don't think there's a lot of like standouts but there's just like a a a lot of solid movies that like your saturday afternoon movies there's a lot of those in 2005 i i think it's a great year for indies and auteur filmmakers and foreign films if you're into that i think it was a pretty solid year but and please put all of those on your list (laughs) (laughs) and that's what makes this draft interesting (laughs) because yeah if i want to pander to cinephiles i got plenty of options to choose from but if i have to consider a broader audience and consider something more mainstream then this is going to be a little bit more difficult for sure but um yeah yeah, on your list my my co-host jay will 100 percent vote for you, I, I was about to, I was about to say I know that you know uh, JD's brain is probably like in Sundance right now, so he's just like oh Sundance is gonna you know <laughs> yeah, so, but you're all crazy if you think Jay would actually ever listen to this or vote in any of your books. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I uh, agree with Dave about the year. There's a lot of just really solid, like what I would call pretty good movies. And yeah, these are all of- hangover movies. You just don't want to get off the couch to shut them off, but you don't hate it enough to to you know. <laughs> to do anything yeah. about it so you can just sit yeah. there <laughs> i think they're the- kind of all over the place which does make make it difficult for the draft and and understanding what the audience might want you know i yeah, I, ha- the- I i have two rounds of i think kind of solidly top tier movies and then it's just like a cliff and just you know whatever you may like uh type choices so um and usually there's like three or four locks you know like first round locks and i i only i don't even have three or four yeah that's why i hate being first for this specific (laughs) draft because honestly i don't even know what to pick like nothing stands out to me as obvious to everybody before we (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you deserve this jd so jd's like JD's like, you know, I'll, I, I mean, I'll volunteer myself to pick fourth if nobody wants it. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's only the cush, the cushiest spot, JD. Great job. Well, I've, he's, like, he's the first guy at the gangbang with his pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, guys. Uh, well, yeah, I'm excited to see what you guys pick because, like I said, it's, it's kind of dealer's choice, uh, you know, for so long in this year. So let's get started. Tonight, again, we're doing the 2005 Fantasy Movie Draft. Just lying around shit. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. 
It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus hard. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. All right, Dave chose the draft order for tonight. He chose, again, JD, who wanted the four spot but got the one spot. Uh, John Mark, Billy, and then Dave gets the four spot, which means he's get he gets two picks in a row because we're snaking around this draft for four rounds tonight. So let's get it started. What's going to go first? Let's go with round one. And again, J.D. Duran from In Session Film has the one pick tonight. What are you going to go with, J.D.? Well, this is challenging. I mentioned up at the top of this that we recently did our retrospective and looking at my top 20 list, I don't know if anything from at least my top seven or eight is going to be mentioned tonight. So I really don't know where to go. But I guess since I'm on the clock, I will start with a film that I think is mostly beloved. Um, and this might fall between broad and the cinephile circles, but I'm going to go with, uh, David Cronenberg's a history of violence for my first selection. Ooh. And, and this I is love... where I put him at number one guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, this is, I, I love this film. It was very well received at the time. And I did revisit this a few months ago. And while I appreciate me some weird Cronenberg, um, I love the sense of normalcy he brings to this film only to then upend that in the end in a very Cronenberg way that I, I really appreciate. And in the hands of Viggo Mortensen at the center, I don't think any of it comes off as contrived or unnatural. Um, so it, for me, it's a, it's a really great film that has a lot to say about violence and its inevitability, something that is very relatable today, let alone in 2005 so um thematically I, I it's a very relevant film and a great film from that year it didn't quite crack my top 10 um but still one i really enjoy and i think there's a lot of fans out there for this one so it's it's a it's a really good graphic novel that's written by john wagner um so it's got that yeah. going for it no yeah. i mean it is it is a super solid movie but at, at a number one spot bro at a number one spot. Well, I'm not. I'm not terribly <laughs> high on something like Batman Begins. A oh, show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say JD. <laughs> and JD has been. We put JD in the box. He's been censured tonight for that. Whoa! Committed the. <laughs> Look, it's a good film. The it unholiest is a good film, but I don't. I don't think I'm going to get more votes for that versus something Ooh. like History. Film. All right. All right. Yeah, so two J- minutes for cross check. Yeah, yeah. J- we're putting JD in the box for mentioning a title of a film out of line. Uh, if if anyone has has heard me ramble on about fantasy movie draft and the Venn diagram of success. On, on this draft is you want to get in the center of quality of film and popularity of film. So in round one, you should be looking for the most popular, but also best movie you can. So you want to, you just want to, the most people have seen this movie and most people have, have liked that movie. So I think History of Violence is a quality film, but I just don't think enough people have seen it to, to warrant a round one pick. Yeah. I, mean, I, I disagree. I, I, I just watched it a few I, weeks ago. Love it. I think but. there's a lot of 
fans for. I, I think it's actually a pretty popular film. I mean, maybe if we did this draft in 2005, I would agree. But since we're doing it 15 years later, I, I think this is as popular as any of the films we're going to talk about tonight. That's why it's mentioned on Twitter all the time. <laughs> it is in my timeline. It is. Uh, you got, maybe you guys have different circles than mine. But, all right. Well, yeah. we, we're we're putting we're putting uh, JD back in the box. He took his one his 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 first pick, a history of violence, which means John Mark. You've got the second pick of the 2005 draft. Where are you going to go with, man? Look, so don't blame JD for mentioning a movie out of line. Because why do we fall, JD? So we can learn to pick ourselves back up. I'm going to begin my draft with Batman Begins. I'm really happy that it didn't go number one because this is the only lock of the first round that I had. So I'm glad it fell to me at number two. Um, it's it's probably my second favorite of the Nolan trilogy. I mean, easily my second favorite of the Nolan trilogy. I've, I've seen a recent thing over the past several years of where it's a lot of people's new favorite. Um, it's really, really good. It's a great origin story. It's a great use of Nolan's, you know, he loves to not tell a story in a linear fashion. And uh, he, you know, he uses the flashbacks really well for this and just kind of sets the stage uh, for what superhero superhero movies were to become and particularly what his Dark Knight trilogy was to become. So going with Batman Begins. I hope you're not a member of the Fire Brigade. Oh, I, 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 I'm worried about JD. I think this might have been the steal of the draft. I can't, I can't, definitely, I can't believe that JD let this go for a history of violence. I like it, like I said, like the movie, but it's more of a round three, round four pick when you're trying to get the top of the heap. Mm, Agree to disagree. Ah, well, it's it's going to shake out in the polls. We'll see. I mean, he's got three more picks. I'm not worried, but John Mark. A steal with Batman Begins yeah. here in round one. The top I mean, of my obviously going at fourth. I was okay with letting this movie go, but it's obviously the number one pick for for this draft. It's the movie that people probably would still talk about today more than most other ones on the list, unless you're getting into culty, you know, type cinema that that it, you know people are still just discovering. So as far as that goes, this is the blockbuster that you want on your list. Nolan, this is the the beginning. Come on, guys. Uh, so. I clearly run in different circles than you guys. So I, I'm, in, I'm in a weird position here. <laughs> the only circle hey, that matters I, I is the like draft not, right now. We're not necessarily saying what, what our picks would be, JD. We're saying what we think the, the oh, audience yeah. would pick. Yeah. 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 And, 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 and JD, sure. no one is judging you for liking a history of violence, and none of us are saying that's a terrible movie. We're just saying when we're when we're choosing these for a draft, we don't think about, you know, the the circle. I mean, we want to be in the inside of that Venn diagram. So I'm going for the people who are instantly recognizable. They look at that title and they go, Yep. yep and and I'm one. and again I'm maybe it's because we do run in different circles. I'm just saying that with the conversation, the discourse in my timeline, Batman begins, isn't talked about more than a history of violence. And there just isn't the same kind of reference than say other films from Christopher Nolan. Like Batman begins is a good film. It's a great pick here. But like I said earlier, I think this year, there really isn't a huge standout. But again, maybe you guys run in different circles. In this, maybe in this maybe context, I'm out of touch with the with the broader pick. audience. We will see. We will see. That's mm-hmm. the draft, guys. Uh, Billy Dunham got got his round one pick. He he's 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 waiting. What do you got, Billy? All right, I'm going to go with another one. As you said, it's hard trying to think of what is going to get the votes. And this isn't necessarily my favorite film of the year, but I think it's a good one that is held up and I think it still is liked by a lot of people so I'm going with V for Vendetta 
Remember, remember the 5th of November, the gunpowder, treason, and plot. I know of no reason why the gunpowder treason should ever be forgot. Ooh. Wow. When I looked at 2005, it was an interesting year. Like you say, there's not a lot of really good big stuff. There's kind of like four or five big tentpole releases like this, like Batman Begins, that I thought would go pretty early on. So I'm just going to take this early and then I'll get to some other stuff I enjoy a little bit more later down the track. But I think it's a solid film. I think, you know, Natalie Portman is really great in it. It was one of the first, you know, there was another one from this year, big kind of alternative comic book films. And uh, yeah, I think it still has a lot of love out there. I think so too. I think that's a pretty safe uh, pick at the third spot. Yeah. I mean, I had this in round two, so I might not have it as, as high as like some other people, but like, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely a good, it's definitely a good pick. It's a good movie. I, I always see people talk about this movie and still they say that the Wachowskis directed this. So <laughs> that's, that's how big their name was at the time. It was kind of like a, you know, they over, even overshadowed the director for some people in their minds. So I think it's a, <laughs> yeah. They, well, they, they were executive producers, I think, all over the marketing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. From the, from the minds that brought you the Matrix. <laughs> yeah. Smart you stuff. Know, and it's got Hugo Weaving. So <laughs> it's kind of like that. Nice. Peters and see it. Uh, Natalie Portman, shaved head, if you like it. Yeah. V, v, v for Vendetta here in round one, which means we're at the end of round one with Dave, has his first pick. Dave, what are you going to go with, man? You asked me not to sing, so I'm going to. Because you're mine, I walk the line. Oh, man. Don't do that ever again. <laughs> no, I mean, I absolutely love this. Uh, I, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite of the biopic, like, error. You know, like, we had that We had that error in the mid-2000s where just about everybody was getting a biopic. We're kind of getting, like, a resurgence with that with all the band movies that are coming out and everything like that. But um, I absolutely love Walk the Line. I... I mean, it's fantastic director, fantastically acted, and, you know, it's fantastic music on top of that. It's Johnny fucking Cash, the man in black. Come on now. Uh, Dave going for the Oscar Joaquin vote, Dave. You trying to Joaquin remind the line? Joaquin, Joaquin the line with your Joaquin pick? Joaquin the line. Well, I get the go again, so it's really in- inconsequential <laughs> whether I took this in the next round or this round, isn't it? Uh, what does everyone think about Walk the Line here in round one? I think it's a solid pick. I had it on my list, but I was I was more thinking fourth or third or something. I think it's a it's a it's a good flick. That's fine. I mean, you're not going to get any argument from me for like the next ten picks because after Batman <laughs> Begins, I had no fucking idea. <laughs> so you're going to hear me go, yeah, that's pretty that's pretty good. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. Well, I think it's a good pick, uh, but Dave doesn't get to rest because we're here in round two. And he gets another pick right off of Walk the Line. What you got in round two, Dave? Yeah, man, I am actually totally happy with doing this. And I understand that I am forfeiting the draft with this pick. It's 100% going to happen. So uh, I'm taking Revenge of the Sith. Course. No, it was, it was it was nice knowing everybody. All my downvotes are going up right now, but that's fine because no. you were my brother, Anakin. 
Uh, I reckon, I reckon that's a safe turn the voters <laughs> against me. <laughs> okay, all right. So you it, underestimate my power. If if no one's ever, I have the high ground now, Dave. I have. The high ground. <laughs> all right. So if no one's ever met Dave, Dave is a, a noted uh, Star Warsophile. Loves absolutely loves everything Star Wars. He picked Revenge of the Sith tonight here in round two. So Dave, run down your the list of your films from most favorite to least favorite. Because oh, I want to, I want to do that right now. I want to know where Revenge of the Sith is to know if this is a, a smart pick or. or, or oh hit. no 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 no! I already told you this wasn't a smart pick. I literally started my pick by telling you it's not. <laughs> how so close? How close to the bottom? Uh, how is, close is the bottom? It is Empire Strikes Back: A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Rogue One, uh, The Force Awakens. Uh, no, I'm sorry. The Last Jedi, then The Force Awakens, uh, then Revenge of the Sith, uh, The Phantom Menace. Uh, and then solo, uh, okay. And sure, let's 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 throw in Attack of the Clones. That's that's the worst one. That's the garbage. <laughs> okay, it's tied with uh, Rise of Skywalker for the worst one. So there you go. All right. Well, okay. That that gives some context to your choice. Uh, so the the question is for everyone else. Did did you think uh, Dave tanked his draft by taking Revenge of the Sith here in round two? Well, I mean, if he had balls, he would have taken it with his number one. <laughs> it was like the highest grossing movie like this year, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's yeah. the most well-remembered. Honestly, or the I don't know if he did because with the way the sequel trilogy panned out, there's been a lot of, well, episode three wasn't so bad after, you know, a yeah. lot of that talk going around. Well, it's terribly um, acted with the exception of like Ewan McGregor. Like, and, and yeah. that last scene between him and, and Anakin, like that's... That's the that's literally the reason like I always go back to this movie. It's like I watch so much garbage throughout the rest of this movie just to get to that final scene where Obi Wan's standing over him over this river of fire and he's given his in this beautiful soliloquy and like expressing his love for him and his disappointment. It's all in his face. And he just walks away and leaves his friend, brother, you know, son there, like burning. <laughs> and it's like, fuck, that's fucking cold. Like Dirty Harry couldn't pull off shit like that. And sell it as hard as you and McGregor did. Uh, Plugging my own show, we introduced Chrissy to the prequels, uh, Dave and I. And so you can go back and listen to that whole episode. And I think Revenge of the Sith is pretty rad. So I don't know if it's a round two pick. We're going to see how it shakes out. Again, uh, everyone's going to be voting in these polls to see who advances. Uh, Billy Dunham, you got your round two pick. What do you got, sir? All right, this is a really hard spot to be in because I'm at the point where I'd like to start taking what I think are some really good movies, but I'm still in the mindset of what are people going to vote for. And I'm going to go with one that, again, I think crosses that line pretty well, and I'm going to go ahead and take Serenity. Whoa. Because as we all know, Firefly was one of the greatest series ever that got cancelled way too soon, so people were really keen to see what happened next. And while this isn't like the perfect bookend to the series, I think everybody would still like more. It was really great. Wind. I'm a leaf on the wind. And so I'm, I'm I, yeah. And so I'm <laughs> I'm hoping that I can grab some votes with this, as well as not feeling like I'm selling my soul by picking some crap. Like I think it's a really good movie, so that's my pick. I feel like that was a dig at me for Revenge of the Sith, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I think Revenge of the Sith is a smart choice, man. I actually like it's easily the best of the prequel trilogy <laughs> if you are like uh justin winters and you are on the super movie bros patreon you can uh, get a movie cocktail for serenity uh, all right yeah. dave all right dave <laughs> holy shit 
Hawking, hawking his own shit. Uh, Paul from the Countdown's got a huge mega nerd boner for Billy right now. We'll see if that continues. I know he is a frequent uh, missioner of Serenity. Uh, what, what does everyone else think about this movie? See, it's a good one. Guys, let's be bad guys. <laughs> Has everyone seen Serenity? Does everyone know what we're talking yes. about? Yeah, 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 I've seen it. Um, been a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, I, that's my review. There's everyone. <laughs> I don't know how that, how how well that bows for you, but we'll see, Billy. Uh, Serenity here in round two. John Mark, you took Batman Begins in round one. What do you what you got for round two? Um, I think I'm gonna go with something tonally different uh, than Batman Begins, and I believe I will be taking Forty Year Old Virgin. Ready? Yep. One, two, three. Oh, Cocksucker, mother. You pulled on two! You pulled on two! Why did you pull on three? Three pie hole! Como No! Kelly Clarkson! Yes! John Mark, great pick here in round two. The 40-year-old virgin. Why do you pick it here in round two? I'm looking. I, I do like to have variety across the board. I like to kind of have a lineup that, you know, covers a lot of different uh, genres and, and, uh, and audiences. And Steve Carell's just fucking awesome in that. It's right before he started The Office or maybe like right after the first season. So it's kind of like Carell at the peak of his powers in the mid 2000s. And uh, it's really heartfelt at the end. It's, it's you know, super uh, typical raunchy comedy, you know, initially. And then uh, like any Apatow uh, comes around at the end. So don't you uh, love boobs when they feel like, you know, balloons of sand? <laughs> <laughs> What a cast in that movie. Holy cow. Uh, hilarious from top to bottom. 40-year-old virgin. Is everyone okay with this pick? It's a solid pick. Yeah. 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 In in my round one of uh, my mock draft list, which I know everyone loves for me to talk about, but it keeps track of everything. JD, we have finally gotten a round back to you, who notoriously picked a history of violence with the first pick of this draft. <clears throat> What do you got here in no round regrets. two? No regrets. Got it. Um, for my next pick, I'm going to go to one of the big Oscar players of that year. So, again, I think this bridges the gap of popularity, but with something maybe a little bit artier, I guess. I'm going with Ang Lee's Brokeback Mountain, um, which is a film that we reviewed on our show not that long ago. And, man, I, I think it holds up gloriously and it's interesting because we talked about walk the line not that long ago and i think brokeback mountain is a film that structurally narratively is not too dissimilar in how it jumps different gaps in time but i think brokeback mountain is just incredibly superior in every way and i think a lot of it just comes down to the performances angley's storytelling and uh, the intimacy of that film, I think, is is quite palpable in in some great ways. So, um, I think it deserved all the accolades it won, uh, as far as all, all uh, what it got during award season and at the Oscars. So, um, Brokeback Mountain is my next certainly pick was the last best Ang Lee film for for sure. Yeah, uh, but JD, you are you are uh, just the number one spot that keeps on giving. I can't quit <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm J- kidding. I J- just like I have J- to pick one person to go after every 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 draft and Wes isn't here. So by default, okay. I'm sorry, JD. 
No, it's okay. I mean, you picked Star Wars. <laughs> I don't know why you're giving me a hard time when you're tanking the whole thing. Uh, I mean, if, if you could see, if you, if you could see our studio, there's a Millennium Falcon Slave One. <laughs> there is multiple Star Wars figures. There is even Funko yeah. Pops of Obi Wan versus Anakin, <laughs> literally within touching distance from me. So, nice. uh, oh man, JD's going after the Star that. Wars con- uh, <laughs> the vote. Uh, similarly, who was the last one? No, I, I think that's Touching the irony, though. Like a little too weird there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do think that is ironic because, as as much, you know, for the lack of a better term, as much crap as those films got at the time, they have somehow had a resurgence, and it wouldn't surprise me at all if. You know, even though you said that you might be tanking by picking it, it wouldn't surprise me if that's the film that actually puts you over the top. I mean, Star, yeah, the name Star yeah. Wars alone is going to get it. You know, yeah, I think that'll help you. Franchises are no, uh, they're never terrible picks. Interestingly enough, that one of the last movies that me and Jay watched in here, uh, my co-host in the studio, we have a we have a theater set up and everything. Um, we watched. <laughs> We watched Brokeback Mountain together, me and Jay. (laughs) Did you guys film that? (laughs) We did not. Oh, okay. I know you're doing it's a projector screen. It's a little Did you wish you could quit it? (laughs) Oh. Uh, He's 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 very tall. I can't I need a step stool. (laughs) Uh -uh. (laughs) To be the pitcher, you know? Romance. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, JD's going for the hashtag film Twitter vote tonight. With a history of violence and broke back mountain, but it's time for round three, which means JD gets his third pick. JD, what do you got, man? Look, if I'm <laughs> if I'm committing to film Twitter and the cinephile circles out there, I might as well keep that train rolling, especially coming off the heels of uh well I was gonna go with a foreign language film and sorry to kind of pause. I I guess I didn't ask for criteria here because I don't know what we're considering as far as release dates. Go. We do the the holy trinity of movie release dates with Google, IMDb, Wikipedia. So those three, what is the cons- okay. what is the consensus? I know exactly for- where he's going. What's the consensus <laughs> for this for was release on my year? List until I saw its actual year that it came out. Yeah. Well, the the film I was going to pick on IMDb, it's listed as 2003, but it got a 2005 release date in the states. Might it have some father going for revenge and uh, in a bloody rampage of, vi- of vengeance and violence? No, but. That's also on my list, but I kind of... Because that also came out in 2003, but that's that's also, yeah, same same thing, so, but... uh, Just go with a straight-up 2005 film, J.D., come on. It, well, this is a 2005 film. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, states. if you in the states, uh, in but we the have, states but we have an we have an Aussie on here, so he may have gotten it uh, a, a full six months before us. It may or, have or like six or a full months twelve ago. months. If you want to throw throw it, <laughs> throw the chum in the water. You guys got the you guys got the gentleman year. before us, so yeah. you know, yeah. calm down. Yeah. I, I mean, you could throw the chum in the water. I gave you the criteria: Google, Wikipedia, IMDb. What is it, and we can figure it out. Oh, on IMDb. July 15th, 2005 was its release date in the United States. Okay. What's it say at the what top in parentheses? parentheses? 2003. Yeah. That, yeah. That, <laughs> that's what we, but that, we go by. That we, was we, South Korea. We go, we go by like the top, the, the top. So Wikipedia title of movie in parentheses, you know, or whatever the, the main year. So, okay. Yeah. 
That's confusing to me. Oh, <laughs> hey, it got us all at one point. I, I, I picked I picked uh, Evil Dead, I, I believe, right after the draft, after someone else had picked Evil Dead, the draft before that, because of its staggered release. So, Yeah, so some things can be complicated, but that's why we just say, you know, Google... What is the what is this movie now, JD? You got me fuck you got me interested. What is it? Yeah, so, I thought it was Old Boy, but apparently it's not. Well, uh, well, Old Boy. That's the film that I would have wanted to go with. Old but, Boy, um, two thousand three. Google. Because like, oh, yeah, Old Boy is the one that's going to get you votes on the Twitters. <laughs> Let me tell you, yeah. it, it actually is. It will. Maybe and you're pre- maybe you're right, uh, but again, it's all right. It's oh. hard to, I guess, hard. For, uh, the, what I was going to go with, I was going off the heels of Bong Joon Ho, yeah. and Parasite, because wow, Memories of Murder got a tw- tw- 2005 release and it got a new re-release in last year. Uh, so it, it's been very top of mind. There's been and there was a lot of articles written about it in the summer when it got its re-release. So, um, that's where I was going. Okay. Well, so. just go to the pick of the next 2005 movie on your list. Okay. Um, well, give me a second here then, because that's not where I was going to go. Um, all right. The next film I will go with is, and this is, again, if I'm just strictly pandering to film Twitter at this point, I'm, I'm just going to commit to that. You don't have to, because you this don't, is a you film. You don't have to do that, JD. Nobody, you know, you can, you can swing both ways. You can do, you can. Well, I think that I am, but you guys are certainly going more mainstream with your picks. Oh yeah. And well, I think well, that's, that's the point. Very, very more people right. see I, them. You JD, know? you've listened, you've yeah. listened to a fantasy movie draft before. Right? There's no electoral college in this draft. I believe. <laughs> I guess. There's Winning Ohio, something in me, and, and again, nothing against the films that you guys have picked necessarily, but I guess there's just something in me that I can't just strictly throw out films that I'm not that I don't think is quite there in terms of quality. So I'm trying to to bridge that the gap. Very noble of, of you. We appreciate that. Go ahead. So, All right, JD. Long you know, falling on against forty-year-old for virgin. We, 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 so, we put okay. you on a word count if, for if a I'm reason, gonna... JD. Come on, give me a movie. <laughs> All right, my next pick is Kiss Kiss Bang. There Bang. you go. One of the best. Ooh, that's a good one. Indie films of the two thousands. That's way better than. I, that's one of my favorites of the year. That's, there you go. That's your best Up for pick debate, so I think. But yeah. that's your best pick, dude. That is, that is so good. <laughs> solid. Um. Yeah. Love this film. And I don't know what else there is to say other than I think it's well acted. It's very well told. And like I said, I think it's one of the best indie films of the 2000s. Look up idiot in the dictionary. You know what you'll find? A picture of me? No. The definition of the word idiot, which you fucking are. Hell yeah. That was that was at the top of our of our uh, buddy comedies movies that we that, that me and Jay did a while back. So like, yeah, that's come on, that's a fucking fantastic. Not pick. N- not only that, not only that, uh, Downey Jr. just said uh, that it was probably his favorite movie that he's ever done, and the one that he thinks directly led him to getting Iron Man. So well, of course, because yeah. he got to kiss Val Kilmer for he got all you know. Not good looking. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. And it's his best performance. Yeah, it's an amazing Downies. film. Yeah, who who can buy that? Yeah, it was a long road, but we got there, and I'm happy we did. I'm I'm, I'm happy with that. <laughs> I think that's like I said. I think that's JD's best pick so far. 
Uh, so we'll see how it works for him. John Mark, you got your round three pick, man. What are you going to go with? I do, and I'm torn between two movies. I don't know what will play better between the two. Um, but I'm going to stick with uh, a little logical train that I threw out there earlier in the episode and stay with the franchise and go with Harry Potter and the Goblet oh. of Fire. Ooh, he's just Pac-Man wow. gobbling up all the franchises, John Mark. Well, tell me wh- tell me why you got... Yeah, but he didn't get Star Wars. He oh, got he's second <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> got, a, got another Pac-Man on the board. Uh, I mean, to, to be honest, this probably is uh, my like second to least favorite Harry Potter. So yeah, I'm I think really it's the worst one. My, my pick. <laughs> go back and watch Chamber of Secrets. Well, it, it just it doesn't work as well. Uh, anymore but yeah this one's really close to not being as good um but it is the introduction of Voldemort and you know Ray Fiennes was a great add to the to the franchise so happy to see that and you got Mad-Eye Moody there and I basically ran out of nice things to say about this movie (laughs) Uh, it's not good on our show about half a year ago, we did a marathon in one day of all the Harry Potter movies and the last couple were a drinking games. So it was a terrible idea. But Great what idea. The, worst, the worst part of the idea was that most of the movies aren't very good and this is down no. there with the worst of them. Oh, yeah. I, I will mean, say. I, 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 think about, I think about Daniel Radcliffe's like crying over Cedric's body. And, just like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, he's, he's like literally going through puberty like on screen with his voice cracking. And I was like. <laughs> It's oh, so, for sure. It's, like those kids, actually. I mean, they all got better as actors as those films went along. Um, but this is definitely this one is. It's not one of my favorite ones as far as like story goes. I like the story, but as far as like the acting and 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 yeah. everything that we're getting visually, it's it's one of the weakest. I completely agree, and it's my it's probably my favorite of the books, um, which may be one of the reasons that it's one of my least favorite. Uh, of the movies, right? So this I'm, is one I'm of the hoping- ones that got the biggest hack job um, when yeah. it got brought to film because the book had. And it is kind of risky because while I'm playing to like the the fans, you know, since it didn't quite reach the level that I think a lot of people were were wanting, uh, I hope they don't turn on it too much. So we'll see. Uh, the, the The name value is enough. You, I, you grab Batman so. and Harry Potter. I, I think a lot of people have you know heard of those movies, and a lot of people probably like them. So. I, I think it's a good pick. Again, we're here in round three of 2005 films, so uh, n- not a lot of uh, not a lot of winners here. So I think you guys are doing uh, great. <laughs> uh, who we got next? Billy, you got your round three pick, man. What are you going to go with? All righty, I am going to. I have no idea how this one's going to play. I don't know whether people remember this film fondly or even at all, but this is what I think is the best film of 2005, and I'm going to go with Hard Candy. Oh, you son of a bitch. Taking my, taking my dark horse. This has been playing on IFC past midnight for the past oh, has like 10 years. My, right. my, I have, my nether I regions no hurt, Billy. Stop. Don't talk about this movie. This is a crazy <laughs> movie. Uh, why'd you pick it here in round three? Patrick Wilson. Uh, That's the only just, reason. <laughs> really, just to make sure that I got it. I, this was the one that I always knew I wanted on my list because, as I said, I think it's the best film of 2005, and it's certainly my favorite film. But I didn't want to pick it too early because I I didn't want to lose the popular vote. But I'm so I um, hate you so much. I wanted to take this in my fourth round. I hate. You. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> think it's brilliant. Both um, Ellen Page and Patrick Wilson are so stunningly good in it, and for the majority of the movie, it's just the two of them. The subject matter is dark and it's so well handled and I just think it's brilliant. So that's my pick. 
it's it's like a fucked up play that that movie. It and really a, is yeah. a great yeah, one it too. Feels like a stage play. Yeah, the dialogue is so well written and just the, it's so tense and well acted. Uh, JD John Mark, what do you think about Hard Candy? No, I've, I like it. I've actually never seen Hard Candy. It's it's a, been on my watch list for a long time. Uh, so I, just based no. off the reputation alone, great pick. Bump, yeah. bump. The- I I feel like I'd have to rewatch it to say, or I feel like say anything of you know insight. But I, at the time when I when the first time I saw it, I, I really liked it. So this, I, I like the pick. This is bit, a yeah. weak year for the horror slash thriller genre, um, and this is like the standout of of that genre yeah. for this year. I, so. I, I would be. Mm-hmm. I I have yeah. I have a. I have a yeah. I haven't seen it in a long time, but I would like to revisit to, to see uh, how hard candy plays through the the Me Too lens of today. It might be mm. even more, uh, you know, uh, might even it, resonate more sure. now. Exactly. Yeah. yeah more Possibly. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So check it out, Hard Candy. If you've never mm. seen it, Dave, round three. What's your third pick, man? Oh man! All right. So I'm picking this one from the heart. Um, and I already checked. It did come out. April 14th, 2006, and it's wide release, but in parentheses, it says 2005. So uh, I'm going with Jason Reitman's Thank You for Smoking. Good pick. Good film. Jason Reitman's Thank You for Smoking. Why here in round three, Dave? Oh, I absolutely loved this 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 dark comedy this 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 take on on this completely like mundane job that like you hear about people you know people having they are they they are advocates for for all the, for all these different things spin masters and everything like and seeing this this main character this who who essentially is like a slime ball like grow a heart i absolutely loved it it felt completely uh evocative of a lot of the characters that have come from some of his you know Ivan Reitman's films from from the 80s and stuff like that but brought into like a modern era and man I just I just really enjoyed it I thought all the uh, all the characters were top notch they were all over the top um and Aaron Eckhart was just fantastic in this role Has everyone has enough people seen Thank You for Smoking I think oh, it, probably not yeah. I think Hard Candy and Thank You for Smoking are go- both great films but I think they're more round four round five type picks that you guys have picked in round three just because i don't think enough people have seen them and that's just me uh, again that has nothing to do with the quality of the movie it's all about you know who's seen the movie and who likes it so what does everyone think about thank you for smoking i've only seen it once um you know short maybe a couple of years after it came out but i really liked it at the time and uh haven't thought about it much since <laughs> And yeah, I should yeah. say I've probably haven't seen it since like let's say 2010. I probably saw it back then, and then maybe one other time. So I don't even know if it holds up today. But I just remember really liking it, and I know it's in my movie collections. <laughs> yeah, same boat as that. I, I remember thinking it was really solid at the time, but I haven't revisited it. Yeah, and, and now that guy is doing the next Ghostbusters film. That's uh, another reason I put it on here. I, I, in the zeitgeist, right? How is how is he gonna do with like a, a movie? This is you know I I know it's in his blood, but if you look at his filmography, you, you don't instantly think you, you don't look at his name. You just look at the movies. I think I think that is you know if you think of like Up in the Air and 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 stuff like that. I think if you look at that and you look at back of what Ghostbusters was, what the original Ghostbusters was, I think it actually fits pretty well. You know, Ghostbusters wasn't a a laugh out route. Uh, a laugh out loud riot comedy, you know, it was very subtle in its mm-hmm. humor, and so were a lot of his films yeah. as well. I think he actually kind of dry at times. Yeah, I yeah. think he lends 
better to it than a lot of other filmmakers today. Um, and I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, of course he's got the bloodline going for it, but I think his pedigree is actually made for it. I think it's actually going to mm-hmm. feel exactly like the original Ghostbusters felt, or maybe not exactly mm-hmm. like it, but what we all would expect from a modern Ghostbusters story. I think it mostly depends on the script. Yeah. Oh, I think he's just simply worked with some bad scripts, but when he has something to work with, I think he's a he's a very good director. Oh, you're talking about At least Apple I Cody. I like his style. <laughs> yeah. That is uh, you know <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, certainly like that. Or even Thank You for Smoking, I think is a good film as well. Or or Tolly from uh, you know twenty eighteen. I love Tolly. Tolly. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tolly so, was great. Got a moat. So, yeah, so that's that's my round three. I get I get a round four. Yes, it is yes. time for round four, Dave. This is your last pick of the 2005 draft. This is for all the marbles. What do you got with your last pick, man? Oh my god, I am so. I'm 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 literally scrolling through right now because there's there's there is a lot left. There's a lot do of I, big films left, guys. Come on, is. let's do but this. Do I go go strong I go for something. Do I go for something a little culty? Something that's like more more my style. Go for or, the win. Go for the win, or, Dave. I don't know if this is. I don't know if this is going for the win. Like it might go like a big one. This year, wah. this year is not for the win. Ugh. It is not. No. <laughs> like part of me wants to go with one. All right, you know, what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna pull the trigger. I'm going to do it. Um, it's two comedies in a row, but this is a comedy that I absolutely love. Um, I don't even know how well remembered it is. Certainly doesn't play well to our current political climate. I'm just gonna go with Wedding Crashers. Hey, get some meatloaf. That. You know what? I will have some meatloaf. Let's have some meatloaf. You want some? I knew you'd go. Hey, mom! The meatloaf! We want it now! The meatloaf! Ma, the meatloaf! There you go. That's a movie a lot of people remember. There you go. Yeah, yeah. People remember that one. There's a lot of other ones I can go through, uh, and I, I, I'll, I'll look forward to when we do what we missed at the end. So, but I'll go with Wedding Crashers because who doesn't want a motorboat? You want a motorboat? Him? You motorboat in some of a bitch. <laughs> uh, last Painting time was a gift. Last time I saw that movie, <laughs> I was, was very, I was very interested <laughs> in what uh, Bradley Cooper was doing that whole movie because now we think of him as you know, yes. accomplished and a little otter. Ex- up. Exactly. So. so cute. And then Rachel McAdams has my heart. So oh, Isla Fisher had my heart. I mean, crazy redhead. It's oh, it's like yeah. it's like my twenties all over again. Every time I look at her, it's every <laughs> She's woman amazing. I them, every woman I did. Seriously though, what an arc for Bradley Cooper from 2005 to 2018. Right. Um, you know, uh, I can't. What's his name? Chad. Thad. <laughs> Thad. Uh, Something. I, crab cakes and football. That's he, what Marilyn uh, does. Yeah, crab cakes and football. I, I still say I was an OG Alias fan, and him on that show, that was that was the first time I ever uh, experienced him, and he was great there. So, But he was also good uh, in Wedding Crashers. So uh, uh, a fun movie to see at the cinema. Lots of laughs, Wedding Crashers. We'll see how it goes for yeah, I Dave. Remember, I remember my freshman year of college, this was like extremely quotable. Yeah. Um, the meatloaf! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've gone back to what's it in a long time. What's she doing but back there? Certainly quotable. <laughs> uh, so, uh, again... Let's play Tummy Sticks. Dave's last <laughs> pick here in tonight's draft. Billy, you got your round four pick. What, what do you got, man? All right, man. Last round is tough because even though it wasn't a great year, you're right, there's still a lot of movies left. And it's... Right. Like, it's, it's, it's like looking at the list, you're like, well, I kind of like that. Well, that's two people. 
Yeah. <laughs> Billy, Billy sounded so surprised to find that there were movies left. We've only picked like uh, 13 movies. So it's like, oh, we really well, liked that one. Here's like Justin, like Justin said, I do think there are some kind of bigger movies left. That, uh, when I started the list, there were like three or four that I was like, okay, they'll all be gone in round one and that's fine because everyone will be going to the popular I don't, I don't know if this is cheating, vote. but there's, there's two Spielbergs Shh. left. Oh, come <laughs> yeah. on. Damn it. Look, I'm, I'm going to go with... Sin City. Oh, that, was, that was what I was torn between because like, yeah. it's like, I like Sin City. That's the thing. I was torn between pick. that and a kind of <laughs> I was torn between that and a cultier one and I just think that this is kind of it was a it was a big thing at the time. Uh, and I think yeah. it still resonates. You know, I, I think, think a lot of people still think about and, and revisit this film. So I think technologically well. it was a big thing. Um, yes. but you really like when you watch that movie now, you do realize how Frank Miller's dialogue does not work for film characters. It works fine for 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 paper, uh, you know, but it doesn't work well for film characters. And there's a lot of like grown moments in this dialogue throughout the film. Yeah. But technologically in- and action-wise, it's a lot of fun. Well, in some ways, that's kind of what makes it work because it's re- you kind of have to think of the film more as a motion comic rather than a film. Absolutely. Which- I guess it's kind of counterintuitive because it, it is a film, but <laughs> especially with like Mar- Marv's story, you know, the hard goodbye that yeah. is literally panel by panel what the comic book was like. It, exactly. They, yeah. They literally took panel for panel and dialogue for dialogue from the comic to make that. So, it, you know, Frank Miller was the screenwriter on this film for a reason because they literally just ripped his dialogue directly from the book and made a movie yeah. out of it. Yeah, I, and I, for th- me, oh, go ahead, go ahead, man. No, 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 you go. I was just gonna say, for me, it has been a while since I've seen it, but I, I, I feel like dis time and distance do, uh, do it a you know a benefit because I just picture those images, you know, like I, I forget the bad dialogue and I just think of these different scenes that just kind of you know have embedded themselves in my mind. It's, it's it is very visual. It's so singular and of the moment, like it was yeah. so revolutionary that. You know, I if you look at the top of my list, Sin City just jumps out as like, yes, two thousand five. That's that's what was going yeah, on. You know, yeah, so, there's, yeah. There's moments where I'm walking down the street in the city and I have Clive Owen's like dialogue going through my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was I was surprised to see it stick around till round four. So but- that's the one I was debating with Goblet of Fire whether to go like broad or just a little bit more. Um, I don't even know if Sin City's necessarily niche, but, you know. Yeah, it's still very mainstream, but it's interesting that it can be, uh, like you said, visually so artistic, and and yet it was very mainstream at the time as well. So hopefully that'll play well for me. So. I, it, it's been f- 15 years now, but I, I'm pretty sure I've had a couple dreams about Jessica Alba in that movie, oh, and, then, and, then a f- hasn't? and then a few nightmares about Elijah Wood and his creepy face in that movie. Yeah, that's what I remember. Those, those glasses. I just I remember the glasses. little bastard. Let's see. Because you, you, when you heard that he was playing that role, you're like, what? And then you watch yeah. it, you're like, what the fuck? Elijah Wood? What? <laughs> So and then, uh, and then Ruger Howard in it. Jeez. Yeah, it's it's a Kevin good. It's it's a very Howard. good uh, wild card pick here in round four, Billy. So I approved John Mark. You got your last pick here in the 2005 draft. What are you going with, man? JD, what did you say the Holy Trinity was in terms of uh, of years? IMDb, Google, and Wikipedia. Yeah, that's what I said. Yes, sir. Perfect. Uh, so I'm going with something that. I believe helped get the ball rolling for, I, I feel like the 2010s have been the, the golden age of horror. 
Um, and I, I think this movie kind of got that ball rolling a little bit. I'm going with The Descent because nothing is scarier than just such a claustrophobic feeling like you can't escape and you're in a tight space while people, mutants, are trying to kill you. Well, um, you just got Paul from the countdowns vote. <laughs> All right. There's one. I yeah. have one, everyone. No, I mean, I, I actually... I look, tried to look up this movie, and I was like, uh, there's so many different releases for this movie. I, I worried about Justin smacking my dick over it, so I just left Well, it here's the first line of the Wikipedia. The Descent is a 2005 British adventure horror film. Fair Check. enough. And go. The Descent on IMDb, parentheses, 2005. Yeah. It goes. It goes. Tracks. Uh, so I feel like it's one that's actually hung around and, and been talked about when people are talking about, like... Um, Good horror movies of the 21st century. One of the top, of one of the top ten of the of the 20th century. So yeah, uh, in terms of 21st cla- century, in so. terms of in terms of claustrophobia, <laughs> probably one of the most uh, uh, claustrophobic uh, experiences of my life uh, watching a horror film. Yeah. So this, this movie goes from like 127 hours to the hills have eyes, like <laughs> yeah, in, in the course of a second act. <laughs> Uh, and I love it. And I love stuck it. Stuck between a rock and a mutant place. Yes. Uh, gr- what do y'all think about this as a last pick? I have to know because this is one I was debating. Solid pick. I think it's a yeah, solid I think pick. It's strong. Yeah. Good. Absolutely uh, fantastic. Um, but you're not the last one to pick, John Mark. There's one more guy. One more pick in tonight's draft. Go ahead. Did I, did I cut you off? Um. Well, JD, I'm, are you ready for yeah. this? Are you ready for this? I know you've been. <laughs> You, you've been thinking yeah, about it. You got the, you could handle it. You got la- yeah. the last I, pick, I, man. I think this is where I'm going to lose you guys again. Oh, uh, <laughs> <which> just fine. <laughs> oh, don't even worry about maybe, that. Maybe Round the voters out there too. Um, you know, we started off talking about Terrence Malick. I could go back to him uh, as he had my number two film of 2005. But you thinking about calling up some dinosaurs? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Uh, could be a dangerous pick going with Terrence Malick. I'm going to go with American a film. American Pie Bandcamp. Uh, no, not quite. Classic he directed that? I didn't know Terrence Malick directed <laughs> could you the Bandcamp one. That's great. Uh, you no, know. He only specifically directed the Ipecac scene where everyone starts throwing up. Oh, that, that's so Malick. Special director. That's so Malick. All right. All right, J.D., what do you Um Instead, though, I'm going to go with a film that was nominated for five Oscars, so I am pandering maybe to more so awards Twitter here with this pick. Um, and also just because I, I miss Philip Seymour Hoffman so much. Hashtag um, Oscar season. Let's get it. Oscar season. Let's get it. Oscars are around the corner, so I'm going to go with Capote, which, of course, won the Oscar for Philip Seymour Hoffman that year, also nominated for uh, best picture, best actress in a supporting role, best directing and adapted screenplay. And for my money, I, it's all of that is warranted. Compote was my number three film of 2005. I think this is a phenomenal film. It's a great um, movie. Yeah, I absolutely love it. So, um, yeah, certainly not a broad pick, but hopefully there's enough awards uh, to you know, awards Twitter out there <laughs> that will appreciate the pick here. So, um, and it's just so goddamn awesome. And, and Philip Seymour Hoffman, R.I.P. Missed the guy to death. So, it's um, it's a movie that was literally built around a personality. And I want to know, mm-hmm. JD, uh, can you do your best Truman Capote 
impression. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't do impressions. <laughs> oh, man. Well, what does everyone think about that pick? Okay with Capote in round four? It, it, yeah, it tracks solid. with all the others. Yeah, there we it's go. Right there go. in there. If nothing, I'm consistent. All right. Uh, I can't wait to talk honorable mentions. I have some ones before we get to y'all's. But before that, the most important thing is let's read back this board of picks. So JD has a history of violence, broke back mountain, kiss, kiss, bang, bang, and Capote. John Mark has Batman Begins, 40-Year-Old Virgin, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire and The Descent. Billy has V for Vendetta, Serenity, Hard Candy, and Sin City. And Dave has Walk the Line, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, Thank You for Smoking, and Wedding Crashers. One of those is not like the others. Wow. <laughs> All right. Hey, man, I wanted to pick Jarhead at one point, and then I remembered, like, uh, people don't uh, look uh, back on that. I haven't let go of the floodgates. Let me talk about the, 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 the pick that I have in the number two spot that you guys didn't get to. Someone mentioned Hitch. it already. I, I, knew you, I knew you would put Hitch he, on your board. War of the Worlds. My boy Tom Cruise running away from aliens. What is wrong with you guys? Yeah, it Come was, on. I mean, it, there was also Munich, which like came it. out this year with Eric yeah. Bana, which was also another Spielberg movie. Ah, mm-hmm. but but Tom Cruise running, again, running. I mean, he does that in a lot time. of movies. But yeah. away from aliens, <laughs> you guys. Yeah. So, which so, scene are you talking about? He <laughs> <So laughs> runs from aliens in Edge of Tomorrow. Justin, if I, if I look at modern Spielberg... Like, if I look at Spielberg from the year 2000 on, mm. War of the Worlds is kind of at the bottom of that list, right along there with Munich and BFG. Like, uh, I, I, yeah. I, disagree, I disagree. You chop off that happy ending and make it much, much darker. Like, Honestly, the sun that, that doesn't come back. He's a, it's not on my he's, list. He's that dead. The ending is why it's not there. That's what I'm That's saying. Look, I, That's what I, I'm saying. I actually, I, you know, I, I like War of the Worlds just fine, but it's it's Tom Cruise's worst acting watching him try to figure out how to throw a baseball. <laughs> he just clearly has never done it before. Well, because if you, yeah. the only way to learn to throw a, a baseball was to get involved with, with some people outside of Scientology, and he just can't have that. He's too busy flying. <laughs> planes that's all that's all he's doing yeah he 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 can't he doesn't have time to have a suppressant person teach him how to throw a baseball so (laughs) uh i'm surprised no one went for the sexy vote with mr and mrs smith you know i I almost did with the last pick i almost did with the last pick uh and then such garbage and then one of my favorite uh movies to watch around christmas time or whatever the family stone uh talked about my rachel mcadams love uh I love that movie as well. What what well, is it? You did start you did start this podcast off by saying that it's that time of the month. So. <laughs> Come on, Dave. It's a great film. Rachel McAdams. What was everyone else what honorable mentions? Throw some out there we missed. Uh Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, that's probably I, my favorite of the year. I didn't I didn't pick it because the lovers of the book would might mm-hmm. actually come out in droves and then downvote yeah. me. Just for it great Sam Rockwell performance. Oh, though. I love, so I fucking love him in that. I mean, but like when you read the book and then you watch the movie, like the entire sequence with the whale, it's just so much better in the book than it. Is. But like yeah. they did their best to like bring that type of craziness uh, on screen. Uh, Jarhead, which I already mentioned, Red Eye. Uh, that's Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Red yeah. Eye was a good thriller in the year two thousand five. Uh, what does everyone think about Prime? Prime came out in two thousand five. That's a that's one that jumps out at me. I guess not enough people saw Prime. Yeah. Uh, here's one that uh, I was hmm. wondering whether some people would pick, but Green Street Hooligans uh, with... Uh, 
yeah with elijah wood i i really enjoyed that movie like the first time i saw it and then like in subsequent viewings of it like when i first saw it i was like oh man this is kind of like snatch it's kind of like it's it's i kind of like the vibe i kind of like the world and then i realized that as i got older i was like nah, it's just british people (laughs) (laughs) billy throw out a couple honorable mentions billy what you got i was i was really close to picking wolf creek in my final round oh another good horror movie yeah, good horror movie. And I'll say, you know, just Aussie, represent. Uh, uh, Brick, I thought Brick oh, was yeah. really solid. Oh, man, you know what? Yeah, I wish I did movie. deeper research because I would have put Brick on here. Put Ryan yeah. Johnson on the map. One of the first movies I ever saw like in Philadelphia at the Ritz 5, one of my first like indie screenings. That's a know? good one. Yeah. yeah if I, I knew the criteria, I probably would have picked that. But oh, that yeah. was a 2006 film here in the States, so I didn't Guys. even think about it. No King Kong. Right. No one's Peter, ja- Peter yeah, Jackson. Yeah, no King Kong. No King, no King Kong. Kong or Narnia. Or Narnia. Yeah, well, no, I, I did. Not, not, I'm, I'm Narnia. not saying that someone should have. I'm just Look, throwing I'm, out big, big I'm names. A staunch, I'm a staunch atheist. If I picked Narnia, I would have been in, in a lot of hot water with a certain <laughs> spaghetti monster from the sky. Um, I, I'm really mad that no one picked Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, guys. <laughs> so, I mean, I wouldn't have gone that, but uh, I, I like the Pride and Prejudice from this year. And when I told yeah. my wife... Uh, that I was yeah. doing 2005, the first movie she mentioned, she's like, oh, Pride and Prejudice. That's a fun Same. film. So, yeah. I was one trying, of my wife's was, favorite movies. <laughs> I was trying to think of it, and I, I just I just thought of it now. There is a Mark Wahlberg movie that is a remake of a John Wayne movie, Sons of Katie Elder. It's called Four Brothers. Yes. Yeah, yeah. John that is Singleton, God, rest in peace. This year. That's yeah. a good movie. I didn't, that's, I, I, didn't I, like, that. I like Four Brothers. I bought it on, on Blu-ray recently because it was in like the two ninety nine bin. <laughs> <laughs> just for shits and giggles i almost went grizzly man See? that's a great doc Werner <laughs> herzog that's oh, absolutely. a yeah. top five doc of that decade yeah. yeah let me see the child we will be very quiet <laughs> uh one one of wes craven's worst movies of all time cursed came out that year oh, 2005 that awful uh, a cursed uh, film literally as well so uh i wasn't would never pick something a, like that uh, Somewhat guilty pleasure for me because I feel like people don't really like it. But Lords of Dogtown, I, I yeah, like no, yeah, I mean that, that was a, that's the Emil Hirsch that, was. Well, was that's the feature. That, that's not the documentary. That's the feature film, right? That's the feature film, right? Yeah. Docu. Oh, Doc's so the, much better. I forgot what um, the doc was called. I'm, I'm also had. I'm not surprised, but you know, uh, Devil's Rejects came out in 2005. That was like the shit in 05. People loved Devil's Rejects then. I don't know how they feel about it now. Uh, Saul 2 has one of the best kills of that whole god awful franchise, probably. Uh, yeah, the needles. The needles. That I I still think about the needles. Like Saul needles. That's instantly the scene I go to. So I'm just disappointed there wasn't a human centipede this year because I would have picked it just. For <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen you, to this. Listen to this shit that came out that year. The the Dukes of Hazard, Triple X, State of the Union. Um, so much gold. Oh, Let's see. yeah. Why did we not pick these guys? Literally, so much solid fried gold. Literally, when I was making my list and I go to like Wikipedia for like the long list, I was going down through the months and I was like, why is the first the whole first half of this year is basically January? Because it is a wasteland yeah, uh, I mean, of crap. You got Electra that year. You got Land of the Dead. George A. Romero's floundering back oh, to cinema. That was horrible. I horrible. mean, but Lord of War was was a film that. 
it's it's like right on that line where it's like it's got some great moments in it. It's got some it's got some good stuff, but it's also I feel like it's like overproduced, overpolished. Like I just well, Cage had the could, Weatherman too that year. Nice. Yes, yeah, yeah, that's true. So I mean, there's Brothers Grimm, Terry Gilliam. Come on. Uh, so uh, I mean, there's, there, all right, there's we could go stuff. on and on, guys. There's a lot I, of movies. If I can just say real fast though, because you know, I, I guess if I'm going to bring it back to what I said <laughs> earlier, because I I do agree with you guys, it was pretty slim pickings for mainstream film, but quickly, like it, I, it was a great year for auteurs though. So like, if you're a fan of Terrence Malick or Hirokazu Kureto or Michael Haneke or you know Bong Joon Ho, I mentioned earlier, or Park Chan Wook, they all made maybe the best films of their careers this year, or it's in the conversation for that. Noah Baumbach, I would also throw into that conversation. Yeah, Squid in the Wild. Yeah, that was yeah. on my list. Yeah, Great no, I mean, they're in the conversation if you're reading a New Yorker article about the best films of 2005. Yeah. But Maybe, but those... Maybe not, not if you're slumming that. it with Justin's... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, but that, and that's, that's why I mention it here JK. and why I didn't yeah. pick something like The New World, because that yeah. was my number two, or, or Nobody Knows was my favorite film of that year, but Nobody Knows that movie so yeah. i mean just get out a bigger Billy, board so we can see it and pray man. to it larger you know? yeah so. but i just wanted to mention though because you know on its face 2005 can seem like a pretty down year but i actually think it's quite rich if you expand it to those auteurs and foreign films one of the worst animated i'm a big animation fan one of the worst animated movies that had that infected pop culture for some time came out in 2005 madagascar i absolutely mm. hate madagascar yeah. and every subsequent sequel and yeah. spin-off television show that it's uh, from good. it hey, a good aussie movie billy the proposition Oh yeah. Okay. All right, guys. I uh, daddy's getting sleepy over here. It sounds like somebody's got some <laughs> sorry, some sorry, beads man. or something. Some kind of beads that keep ringing in my ears. Oh, that's so, oh, that's, that's that's definitely not me. Oh, okay. Well, I you know, like I said, there's there's a wealth of films out there. There's everybody's got a strategy on fantasy movie draft. So you know, it's gonna all shake out in the polls. This you know, it, it matters mm-hmm. who who wins this one just because they will advance to the next round. In this 2000s movie tournament here See on Fancy Movie, here on Fancy Movie Draft. So, uh, interested. Let, let's yes. let's run down the list uh, and and see where we can find everyone. JD Duran in session film. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you and your podcast online, sir? Uh, yeah, you can see everything at InSessionFilm.com. There we have links to all you know where you can find the podcast. But we're iTunes. Uh, SoundCloud, you know, everywhere you can find podcasts. Um, we're on Twitter at In Session Film, on Facebook In Session Film. Uh, but yeah, all those links are on our website, InSessionFilm.com. And don't forget to check out his opinion article that's going to be coming out in Film Magazine called "I Did a Podcast with Four Assholes." Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I love I love that JD represents the the indie. He's going after the indie vote tonight, mm-hmm. and and I respect that. Good luck in the polls, JD. Justin, I've been after you for doing an indie, you know, like like an indie movie draft when you're not doing one of these big mm-hmm. ones, so I can get Jay on here. We could do it. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll make it happen. Uh, yeah. John Mar- John Mark. Uh, your second time here on the draft. Where can we find you? Uh, you're currently on hi- hiatus, but where can we find you otherwise yeah. online? I think I think the next thing you'll be able to find me on is the semifinals of the 2000s oh. draft. Um, so t- be on the lookout for me there. I'll be back. Uh, besides that, yeah, if I ever start the podcast back up, you can find me at Junk About Movies. You can go listen to my old episodes if you want. 
But I'll, I'll plug uh, uh, these three gentlemen's podcasts. Go listen to their stuff. Uh, absolutely. Ooh. And and uh, Justin, I just want to say thanks for having me back. I'm a little surprised to be back. Uh, uh, one of JD's ca- counterparts, well, Ryan I mean, you, and I. You were, for, you were fourth banana. Fifth banana. <laughs> yeah, I know. But fifth banana, actually. Uh. Uh, one of JD's counterparts, Ryan and I were on the episode last time, and I feel like we both were at 11 the entire time, and I never expected to get the call back. So I appreciate it, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I had a, I could, I had a blast with a, you guys. I, I, love, I, I love doing this with you. It's a good awesome. time. Awesome. I, I value passion uh, in, in the draft, so I appreciate that John, John Mark uh, filled in in the pinch. Uh, good luck as well, sir. Billy Dunham. Over on the other side of the world, where can we find you and your podcast online, Billy? Running Thanks. from fire. That's where you <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. I love, water. I love doing this. You can find us at We Watched a Thing if you want to hear more of this smooth, soothing Australian <laughs> accent. Um, I'm a visual effects artist and my co-host is a cameraman. And we, we just try to keep it simple. We just talk about one movie a week, doing everything from mainstream through to indie and, you know, foreign and, and you know, old films as well. You can find us. Uh, we're on everything at We Watched a Thing or WeWatchedAThing.com. He's, he's got an accent and oh. he's an artist. Yeah. Rock hard over here. Uh, <laughs> love it. Fucking Billy, yeah. Billy, much love to you. Stay safe, sir. Thanks, buddy. Awesome. Dave cannot stop talking. Dave, I hope you had a good draft. Uh, I think you had some good picks. Where can we find you and your lovely self online, sir? First off, if you didn't like me on here, don't even bother listening to the podcast. <laughs> Period. Uh, because if you thought I had vulgar moments here, it gets way worse. So much worse. Uh, but you can find me over on Twitter at SuperMoviePod. You can check out the podcast, Super Movie Bros, B-R-O-S, period. Because, you know, we're fucking cool like that. It's like putting a Z at the end of something like it's the 90s. Uh, but <laughs> uh, you can listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts uh, if you, you know, just want to check us out. Awesome. Shout out to your boy Jay. Jay, what's up? Mr. Mr. Indy himself, uh, Mr. Mr. Indy Corner, so, Indy yeah, Corner uh, with his mustache and his scotch oh, or man, whatever. That's, that's literally the favorite, my favorite thing that we do, but we haven't done it in so long because Indy has become mainstream now, man. It's it's kind of tough for there Jay to find indie films that I haven't seen that I can come up with a fake synopsis for. So nice, nice. Well, guys, uh, the biggest thing if you're listening to this draft is to go to our polls once it drops and vote for your. Pick for who had the best team of 2005 films. Uh, much thanks again to JD, John, Mark, Billy, and Dave for joining me tonight. Uh, if you listen, I, th- I think it was Billy. I think you should vote for him. God damn it, oh, Dave! Thanks, just buddy. shut up. Thanks. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> I shut think you up. should too. Just quietly. Somebody, somebody's got the blow dart. Aim for Dave. Aim for Dave. Go to sleep, Dave. Go to go to sleep. Okay. It's 1 a.m. here. Uh, I, I appreciate just you getting started. I appreciate you staying up, sir. So, uh, so American Movie Geek, you found us. We're at Movie Geek Cast on all the socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We will be back next week with another movie that my wife Chrissy has never seen before. It should be fun. Stick around. We will see you then. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds Because you're mine I walk the line